what is being taught <clears throat> in Sat Yoga and what has been taught since the beginning of time is to perceive things as they are, to perceive reality as it is. And this means to perceive from the place of truth, the place within that is free of illusion, free of projection, free of distortion, free of any filters that create an inability or a block or an obstacle to realizing what is. And what the sages teach from out of that pure realization of the self is that it is an illusion that there are entities. This is not a world made up of a bunch of separate entities. But that a single intelligence and a single real, a single truth, a single being, supreme being, expresses its nature in the reflection of that nature that is this phenomenal plane we call the universe. And we meditate in order to get in touch with that highest level of truth so that we can perceive free of all the filters which are the cause of our suffering, the illusion of being a separate entity in a world of entities that's always therefore in power struggles and in envy and comparison and uh, disdain or putting someone altars and throwing others off of altars and feeling like one ultimately is the judge of all of those other entities even if one feels inferior to them one also has a superiority complex that says I may be inferior, but they're even more fake. At least I admit that I'm fake. They think they're real, right? These kinds of narratives are all going on. And liberation is simply liberation from these narratives that peg you into some false entityhood and don't allow the expansion into the infinite of the consciousness that you are. And therefore... Rather than bliss, there is some kind of suffering, some kind of frustration, some kind of self-limitation, some kind of aggression against an other that is projected, imagined into being, etc. And so it's getting out of the habit of that sanskara, that tendency to project this kind of a world and then create narratives and false judgments regarding where one stands in all of this jungle of egos. That is the process of purification of the soul. And so it was heard said during the study group that, that someone mentioned, well, this is not Radha's truth, this is Shunya's truth. That's a very inaccurate idea. First of all, it reduces Radha and Shunya to two entities. 
and says that one of them is the source of the truth and the other one is just transmitting it. This is false. First of all, Shunyamurti is not the name of an entity. It's the name of the Absolute. It's the lack of entityhood that is expressing itself. And the name pertains to everyone in their truth. And because there are no entities, because there is only the one self without a second, there is no Radha entity separate from Shunyamurti. These are illusions. The Sangha is one whole superorganism that is a single consciousness. So we mustn't peg and fossilize, petrify our understanding of different, apparently different beings, as if that's real, because there's no reality to it. And it's always a projection of one's own shadow or one's own false idealization onto some other. And then we're either over, overly impressed by someone or we're contemptuous of someone. Both of them are simply expressions of aspects of our own egoic nature. And so that's why it is always said that the ego mind must be silenced completely. And these kinds of judgments not given into not entertained, not offered as if they are some kind of a truth when they are simply the expression of the very illusion that we are here to transcend. And so in the meditation, it is so essential to recognize not that the God we're trying to reach is some other. Because indeed, what's being expressed here is not Shunyamurti's truth, it is Shiva's truth. But Shiva is the self. The self, not yourself, but the self. And it is the self that you already are when you let go of the idea of a yourself. Because the yourself is an attempt to claim ownership over some entityhood whether it's an exalted entityhood that is an avatar or a very humiliated entityhood. Both are false. Some prefer to resonate with shame and guilt and anger and fear and all of that, and others resonate with some more exalted illusion, but it's all illusion. And so the only way to be free of that is to let go of any sense of perspectival perception of the world. And in the silence of absolute acceptance of what is, to allow a spontaneous flow. Not a flow of words, but a flow of the very energy of the self that will come across as generosity, as compassion, as love, as a recognition of the self in every being in every experience, in every moment. But one will never be tied to a particular expression and say, well, Ramana was enlightened, but I don't know anyone else, or Nisargadatta, or Sri Aurobindo, or whoever it is, because Ramana will tell you he's not that <coughs> entity that's being photographed. You can't photograph 
the truth of Ramana or of anyone because we are all that formless, eternal, divine presence. So let's dissolve the sanskara of pretending that there is a you that exists as an entity, whether that you is striving for liberation or that you is caught in the downward death drive and wants to destroy itself, commit suicide or murder or whatever it wants to do. That it is the problem and the it is false. The I that believes it is separate from all that is. And so it's time now for the river to enter the ocean again and dissolve into the infinite consciousness that we have always been. And that alone is bliss. The striving for liberation ultimately is worthless. It will take you a certain way, but then it will become the obstacle itself. Because it will keep the illusion that there is some entity that has to strive. It is that that's the final renunciation. Now if we renounce that renunciation before we've renounced all the others, then we won't get there either. So the renunciations must be in the proper order. But they have to then include, finally, the renunciation of anyone striving to attain the what has to be an illusion of liberation, since you're already liberated. And so in meditation, what is all important is remaining in the silent awareness that you already are that, eternally, that has been sought, that has been worshipped, or that has been feared or run away from, but you are that which is beyond language, concept, image, form, or entityhood of any kind, and dissolve the consciousness into the source that is the bliss, the power, the love, the light of the self. Let's meditate.